welcome 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 to the black women working podcast um thank you so much for joining us again how are we doing ladies yeah doing good enjoying summer yeah we've got chantelle here and tolls but we haven't got rachel today unfortunately everyone say hi hello so um, we are here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's get on with it. Moving on. So, so we are here to discuss um, reparations, yes. And our quote of the day is: We want back everything. We want justice, and we need it. And that <laughs> we is a quote. Want justice. We want justice. Justice. And that is a quote of a resident of Sunlight Street in Jamaica in 2014. Um, so we're, I just have to give a bit of context if someone hasn't seen like the YouTube Defo, video. Look it up, man. Don't worry, I'll trust me. It. Sunlight Street. <laughs> so we're on a break between seasons, as you know, and we're getting ready to kind of record season three. But when we kind of heard kind of rumours about companies that had benefited from the slave trade, now thinking about paying reparations, we kind of just had to discuss it, don't you think? Yep. Yeah, yeah so firstly before we get into it i just want to shout out all our new followers and just thank everyone for engaging with us we're like really so grateful that you've been riding for us on instagram coming to our instagram lives telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen and don't worry we're going to be back very very soon with our season three i think we're going to come out in september am i right tolls or am yeah I that's correct so yeah september so look forward to that because we've definitely got a lot of good things coming up so now so Lloyd of London, which is an insurance company, and Green King, which is, um, I believe, a chain of pubs, yeah. <laughs> which is a bit bizarre, came out, basically, and said that they want to pay reparations for slavery. And I don't know, I, that kind of really, like, kind of sideswiped me, because I was like, we've been talking about reparations for ages, but for two companies who had owners who personally benefited Mm. from slavery to come out and say now that they wanted to pay, it was just really, I don't know, it kind of threw me for a loop. But I suppose because of what we've happened with the Black Lives Matter movement and people just having to readdress their attitudes and just be a lot more transparent, um, it's kind of good to see that we're moving towards this direction. So just taking a step back, ultimately, I'm not going to go into the description of slavery and what happened mm. we kind of all have a good idea of what happened with the middle passage but ultimately when slavery was abolished um the slavery compensation act was passed which meant that the government was expected to compensate slave owners who could no longer use their property and no longer kind of have the free labor of slaves and it kind of came out recently that the government actually stopped making these payments in 2015 mm. so the government budget allotted 20 million pounds in 1833 for paying these people back but when you think about it now that's the equivalent of like tens of billions in today's money and so these people do you know what i mean so you have a situation where like if someone decided they wanted to like privatize i don't know like n power or imagine like all the shareholders getting paid money back that's the same attitude it came they had when it came to slavery like yeah you can't you know live off of free labor of people that you paid for you actually have to go out there and pay people to work for you so we're gonna kind of give you back everything that you lost 
She's a bit kind of sick. I anyway. mean, because me, I'm working hard here. Yeah? I'm undergoing microaggressions and discriminations in the workplace <laughs> to pay back slave masters. That, that's it's the crazy. sickest that kind of thing ever. So we're being told we must pay tax. And that's where right. our tax is going. Big, big 2015. But you know what? It's okay, innit? So oh, it's I think not okay. A, it's not okay. Is that right? it's, no, it's not okay. And it's not okay. They're out of order. You're right. So, like... I think what's happened ultimately is that a lot of companies, which are actually household names, have actually benefited from slavery. Because I did think to myself, ultimately, slavery is abolished, but what happens to all the slave owners that made so much money from free labour, from not having to pay people to pick cotton, Mm. or not just from that, but like from where colonisation, where they took gold, where they took diamonds, where they took all things... And they took art as well that they didn't have. Like, what's happened to those people? Like, when are they going to be called on to give that stuff back and to pay us back our money? So, like, there's companies like RBS, um, Bank of England, Lloyds Bank, HSBC, mm-hmm. Barclays. These all have founding members who were slave owners. Mm-hmm. So, Green King have come out now and they're like, it's inexcusable that one of our founders profited from slavery and are actually actively argued against this ab- abolition and so now they're going to pay reparations and it kind of sounds like really good until we kind of hear what the reparations are going to be that's it so get get to it i'm dying you're really come on so these people are saying that their reparations are going to be investments into the bame like community which basically which basically means nothing and i'm kind of i don't know how they're going to do that whether they're going to give out grants whether they're going to do long-term investment i don't know and so i kind of wanted to discuss it because i was like ultimately we're not enslaved now physically but there can be certain arguments to say that a lot of things that happen to us are a direct result of colonization and slavery in terms of how we feel the black lives matter movement is based on the fact that black people are not valued their lives are not seen to matter simply because you know less than 200 300 years ago they were just seen as chattel you know a black man or a black woman was the equivalent of a cow just there to work Mm. plow and then ultimately give birth Mm. to more children and give birth to more slaves so like how i mean how do we feel about this um (laughs) When I first heard the news, I was like, oh, reparations? Okay, it's 2020 and I know a lot of things are happening, which are (laughs) unprecedented. So, okay, let's run with that. Then I actually read the articles and the pieces in depth and I saw, let me make payments back to representatives of black people as well. Who's my representative? That's, I mean, that's (laughs) number one. And then other minority ethnic background. Excuse me. Whoa, stop. Were they enslaved? How can, it's not reparations if it's not going directly back to black people so if anything it's reinforcing what everyone is protesting about we're saying black lives matter and they're doing all lives matter reparations it doesn't make any sense whatsoever you know and when i first saw this kind of being promoted in social media and everything it was just like oh my gosh really proud to be included in this i said yeah wow thank you for you know pushing that and then i saw that babe and i was like no 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 like i just find that really insulting and i don't understand how it came to this conclusion and i you know i accept that there's probably certain things behind the scene where it was a case of a little bit of a compromise had to be made. But I just, I feel like, no, like it's 2020. No, why, why do we have to share something 
when no one was sharing slavery with us were they yeah, you know was. was anyone sharing it so why why do we have to share was anyone sharing it? like seriously so why do we have to share reparations and i, I find that really upsetting the more i deep it because at first i just i just read it i thought Man, okay whatever it's 2020 unprecedented things but then when i deeped it i was just like hmm no there's something inherently wrong with this and i really want it to be challenged but i don't know how would really go about challenging that and saying no redirect it specifically to things that help black people things that redress the balance that your ancestors or your creators caused by having slaves i think for me i want to see the good in it in the sense of when i started doing a little bit more research before we did this episode there's so many companies ucl have like a massive research project where they track and try to understand you know, every single slave owner in this country finds out where their slaves were, how much money they got paid by the government, the claims that they made. And, you know, there's the other companies I mentioned earlier, they are coming out and saying, yeah, well, you know, just because some of our owners or initial shareholders um, benefited from slavery, we're not responsible for that. We've got a diversity and inclusion policy. What that's got to do with slavery, I don't know. <laughs> and so on a very basic level i do want to acknowledge that this is a good step by both companies mm. just to be real but i mean for me to hear that the bank of england the bank that sets our interest rates mm. and our fiscal policy um was owned by slave owners and the people that probably in those positions were in those positions because they were rich off of owning slaves um it's it kind of had me shooketh and the fact that they are so quick to say yeah well you know it's in the past or you know we don't need to worry about it it is just kind of really disappointing to me. I think mm. that they got it right, but I want to know like who they spoke to, like what conversations mm-hmm. did they have? Because I think any black person on a basic level would have been like, mm. you don't need to invest in BAME communities because right. BAME communities weren't enslaved. And to the extent that you want to do something for BAME communities, whatever BAME means, I can't wait till we abolish Come up that with term. a different like, budget, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Come up with a separate b- budget for that. But when it comes to paying reparations... You reparations know, goes back to the people that were directly affected. That's the definition. So. Like, even if they paid... Rep- like, I don't know. Even if they paid reparations, mm. I don't know, to like the Caribbean... Governments in the Caribbean who've mm. recently mm. got... Um, who've recently got independence. You know, even if they did something like that or they did investment in those... Um, countries because I remember Jeremy Corbyn speaking about the fact that you know there is a lot to be said about how much Caribbean islands have supported this country mm-hmm. not just from Windrush but just before that with the Second World War yep. and so even if reparations were focused and, and redirected to those Caribbean islands even though I wouldn't personally benefit from it I would be a lot more happier than it going to BAME communities I just think that's just true. whack yep 100% that's true and then, like, I don't know, Shan, what do you think? Mm. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. She tired. Nah, I didn't. I just, oh. I just feel like, on one hand, I'm like really, I'm actually quite optimistic about yeah. the change that we're about to see. And I do believe that, like, the 2020 mantra mm. exists still. Like, everything is being seen so clearly. Um, so I'm optimistic, but I'm trying not to be unrealistic. So, yeah. do you know what? Like, a, a a big established company coming out and finally saying, yeah, we actually will pay reparations is a big step. Mm-hmm. Let's not disrespect it because mm, yeah. for a long time, everybody's like, oh, would you want reparations for? And we've had to argue about mm-hmm. the Jews and what, what, what not. So it is a bold step. And hopefully 
um, their their fellows and their peers will take heed. But like really and truly, my real voice wants to say that all of this is BS until yeah. this, the whole system is completely dismantled Ooh, and start yeah. again. Because regardless of what you do or where you put your money, like even if we're even if we as a matter of protest decide to buy black, we still pay tax back into this system who yeah, secretly exactly. decide where they want to allocate money, mm. like and then destroy records when they can't be trusted. So I'm like while I was listening to you guys and thinking about um this conversation, I'm like, well, exactly what do we want from reparations and and what is a realistic sort of request and I, can't, I like your idea of give it back to the Caribbean because at the end of the day how can somewhere be so so developed but not mm. yeah because the Caribbean islands are not considered um bottom of the bottom in terms of um the human development index but of course for those of us that have been there we know that there's still so much more that is needed and um as you said now definitely cosign i'd be happy for that if they're saying oh yeah we all feed back into bain here one no not going for that because we've mm. already shut down all lives we're not no. talking about all lives right yeah. now we're mm. not talking about that we're talking about black lives and as tolly said we're talking about the slavery that involved black people from the continent and the islands um so we can shut down BAME. But what exactly would we expect them to do? Who who, and what would we want funding that says, do you know what? My heart's at peace. I feel like the money has gone to where it needs to go. That's a really good question. Yeah. Um, I think, and it, I guess there's an argument to be had as to whether it needed to be, the reparations needed to be paid in a sense to the people in this country or go back to the colonies where yeah. people have been affected so if we're talking about maybe the caribbean islands i'd be thinking as natalie said maybe investing in kind of the infrastructure of those com um yeah. and those not places. the prisons like they tried to do oh, two oh, years oh, God. yeah so, so you know you're helping up build up like the school and the education system yeah. and the justice system Job and when care. i say that it without strings attached not oh take this money but you have to do this that and the other yeah. it's like yeah. where the funding is needed like it's something that would be quite complex actually and it wouldn't be like a swift turnaround it could possibly take up to a century to to see the fruits of um reparations paid back in a way that is meaningful and will have good benefit to the people impacted i mean if it was here then i guess it's kind of investing in like the initiatives that kind of redress the inequalities and the imbalance in our society when it comes to black people in employment or just in every kind of aspect you can think everything, of whether it's yeah socially housing yeah exactly education yeah. poverty so all of those things when you're talking about the, the pipeline of black boys who are excluded right. and sent to people referral mm -hmm. units yeah. how about you invest some money in that area mm. how about we invest money in affordable housing how about yeah. you actually take your money and let's have a black owned bank on the high street yeah oh my but the thing Ooh. is is like the the <laughs> one of the owners for green king i believe it was this, this is the pub they got paid five hundred thousand pounds um payout and compensation so if 20 million is billions then he got millions 
And so my question is, is one, how much are you going to give? Because you can't come and tell me now that you're going to give like a little 250k and just go mm-hmm. on about your business when, you know, you got millions. And if you think about all the interest, 200 years worth of interest, that ain't going to cut it. But more importantly, it just goes to show me that none of these places that are actually paying reparations, while what they're doing is honourable to an extent, they clearly haven't engaged with any, either they don't have mm. black employees or they haven't engaged with these black employees. Because I was just thinking to myself, I work for Lloyds of London and they like wanted to have a focus group about reparations. All of these things that we've said on this call that we've just so effortlessly said, I haven't had to sit there and do mm. hours and hours of research. Like I'm sure if they actually engaged black people that they would have got this information. And I feel like what I don't want to see happen is we're in a situation where companies are trying to do the right thing, but they still don't talk to us. So they want to put hashtag Black Lives Matter and they want to suggest things that we should be doing, that they're going to do initiatives they're going to support, but they still don't respect us enough to come and talk to us and ask us what we actually want. And we need to get to a point where these companies realise that we're not something that things need to be done for. We need to be spoken to. We're a complex community and we need to be kind of given... that don't respect. do it. don't foreign aid it basically yeah. and re- yeah remove remove your ego and remove the white savior act mm-hmm. like if you're gonna do it do it and do it for the good of as in whatever for the good of looks like however the recipients decide they need it and not oh we've done such a wonderful thing yeah yeah look at us save the day mm. because actually this should never ever should have had to be a conversation in the first, in the first place because this kind of like apparently ucl have been doing this research project for nearly 10 years they've got funding to do it for another 10 years so if at 10 years they're only getting to like a little bit of the people can yeah. you imagine and i just think as well Listen, like, i, I think, think the government should give us all a tax rebate because you really sent my hello I was, I was to pay that... for slave owners like pay me pay me Run me, my money. Exactly, you this know? is the thing I'm thinking about because ultimately they'll be they'll be saying like it's ridiculous that we got this from the government and we made money off of slavery and we claim this, you know, these reparations back for ourselves. But ultimately it's the government that compensated you, the government that was acceptable to do that, and to the point where they're paying this compensation nearly two hundred years later. Oh god. So Nasty. for me personally, then my thing is like yeah, the government needs to run me my money. Like, I don't care. Not, I don't care about these companies, but the whole... They know these... the numbers. They're and the they ones that made the payments. They don't only need to exactly. run us the money. They need to redress some of the ills and the wickedness that they've been perpetrating. For example, with the Rindras generation, that's oh, another form you. of reparations. Clear mm. all of that nonsense, all of that mm. deporting people. Stop that. What kind of Stop nonsense? That. that is one of the heights of wickedness of this oh, whole British colonialism empire, whatever you want to call it, that you could call people over to build the infrastructure of this company. Then you toss away every record of that thing. And then you say, mm, well, actually, we're not sure about your status here, so I'm just going to send you back home. I just it? think it's, it's, it's wild that people can send them pictures of them in school at seven years old yeah. and can give them doctor's records and national insurance payment history, not and it's not it's enough. enough. And so for me, like, sickening in this land, sickening. For me, I just feel like it's good to give me reparations, but let's just be real. You got millions. You're never going to pay out millions. You need Mm. to survive. This is a capitalist world. Okay, cool. But on a very basic level, 
we are all kind of living with the inherited trauma of slavery and colonialism. Like, we can't not deny it. Mm. Like, people mm. used to say, just get over slavery, just get over colonialism. Wow. But, like, there's been psychological analysis which says it's not something we're going to get into. And when you have had 400 years of trauma, it's actually wrapped up and tied up into your DNA. So it's not just a situation mm. of take a paracetamol, mm. sleep it, slash walk it off. Mm. So... For me, personally, what I want to know about these companies is, well and good, you say you're going to pay out some money. Cool, if we, if people ever see that money, that's fine. But ultimately, for me, like, what are you doing to deal with the black people that you come into contact every day? Lord, right. Lloyds yeah. of London is an insurer, okay? They are a really well-established company. They're probably the most important insurance, insurance company in this country. Do they have any mm. black people on their board? First of all, do mm. they have any senior black management? Okay. Do they have initiatives which seek to provide easy insurance for um, black business owners, mm-hmm. for black people? Do they support black black bro- insurance brokers? Like it's just basic things like that to deal with because the fact that this is all. This is sorry. Go on now. It's just basic things to deal with the fact that you know we have an inherited trauma and we've been put. Imagine like having to do a race and you're someone starts and then four hundred la- years later you have to start. Right. Does that even make sense? What were you going to say, Sean? In, in some sense of the way, like I, I really can't make peace with this because I, I really do feel like I don't know what amount of money is going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, but you have to kind of get to you a point to where you're somewhere where you're like, here's a solution. But yeah, it's I a don't start. Know where they start because it, it is a start, but it's also don't be distracted. It's like the statues. Yeah. It's yeah. like oh, you know, oh, we'll take that down because that's disrespectful. Um, but <laughs> but sorry. everything else still exists. Do you know what I mean? And I yes. don't want people to feel like I feel like this is a very um, this is a very masculine patriarchal thing to do. Pay off. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. I've given you your money now. Whereas yeah, just leave me alone. As you was, do you know what I mean? Whereas mm. as you were saying, like there's layers to it. There's the internalization in terms of how we individually interact and encounter racism then there's the interpersonal level in terms of how that translates into um in our interactions then you've got structural so this place as an organization is saying oh as a structure we'll pay our reparations but it doesn't deal with the institutional and it actually mm-hmm. still doesn't deal with the fact that you still have internal internalized and interpersonal racism happening so just because you've paid and as an organization you're the face of reparations in your form it doesn't mean that you are now anti-racist gosh i mean what you said is is so right and as you were talking it it occurred the thought occurred in my mind it's almost like paying to get away with like yeah keep carrying on doing what hush you're money doing. Yeah, hush money exactly and that's such a revolting like concept to think about i think for me right now what's happened is an announcement what i want to see is the plan show me the plan don't just say this is where we're planning to put the money but i want to see the strategic plan and then that's when i decide whether i can start getting excited and thinking about okay yeah this is a start because all you've done at the moment is you you, is you've announced it and you've said that it's going to all non-whites oh like the more just every time i think about that it just gets me really angry because it's rude it, it, the concept is just yeah. like mm, all yeah all non-whites are, are, are together and you know just put all their issues together and reparations to a lot of them and oh god doesn't work like that. i don't even have a solution but i just feel sick of that if they've actually i wonder if they thought it through because i bet 
I, I could bet that this is probably a statement. It's like, yeah, yeah, we, we could do that. And then when they actually crunch the numbers, they realise that mm-hmm. you know, it might I, not be such think, a good idea. So I'd like to see the strategic plan for real. I think they wouldn't make the announcement if they hadn't kind of like ring-fenced the funds. I don't think, because they'd have to get it past their board and things like that. And I think Green King is listed. I definitely know Lloyds of London would, is quite an institution. So I don't think just on a practical level... To get these type of organisations to make a statement is weeks in the making. Mm. But what I just hope, ultimately, is that now that the statement's out there, they begin to engage with people. Because what I don't want to hear is you saying, oh, you know, we didn't know who to talk to or we didn't know who to engage with. Because ultimately, this kind of comes across, from what I can see, as a bit tone deaf. I see Mm. the good in it. But there's it just mm-hmm. there's so many questions. It falls short in so many ways, isn't it? Falls, it? And I don't want to. I I I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're the first to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like once one person does it and takes yeah. that, well, two of them because the two completely different companies take that step, then ultimately other companies people will be looking at them like, well, what are you going to do next? Yeah. But I think for me, what I want to see is like an overall attitude change wrapped up in that embodiment yeah. of paying the reparations. So like you said, deal with the deal with your household first, mm. clean out your house, mm. come pay the money. Mm. And mm. I just don't want it to be a situation where you just do one kind of drop and everyone has to, you know, you drop the bag of money out the window and everyone in the street is running around crazy <laughs> trying to pick up the five pound <laughs> like notes, you know. Like making like bare announce like bait bare applications. Oh. I want this to be like a continuous thing where you support because they could even do things like invest into organisations that support yeah, black businesses, 100%. that fund black businesses. They could do like a venture cap. There's so many things they could do yeah. if they just thought about it. Do you know what you said? As you were talking, one thing it, like occurred in my mind again. It's like, it's almost like it's a universal credit <laughs> for like <laughs> reparations. Like, seriously, it's just one thing to cover all things with no regard as that speci- the specificities of the situation. But I mean, all we can do, I mean, we're but three people in a world full of many, many black people. We've made our suggestions. There might be people that have even greater suggestions. But as you can see, if if the three of us, as young as we are, as old as we are, have these kind of constructive points to make about it, then I don't see why. Like, they've made the announcement here. I want to see something within a year in terms of how Within a year? F- I want to see something up. next month. What do you mean? <laughs> because we need justice. <laughs> we want it. We want justice. <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> it would be great to hear from other black women working yeah. to yeah. hear what their organisations are doing. Mm. I know there's been a lot of talk in mm-hmm. um, the big four, a lot of my mm. friends are feeding back from EMY, Deloitte, PwC. Yeah, um, damn straight. So it would be really, so no. it would be really good. <laughs> it would be so good to hear what activism is looking like mm. in our workplace, yes, and yes, not just yes. from us, but actually from proactive activism. Most yes, definitely. Yeah. And we've also got our Instagram live where we talk about how to be an activist at work. So if you haven't yeah. checked that out already, check it out. And also, if you work at one of these companies mm. and you want to have a chat to us on like a no-names basis. Anonymous. We, anonymous. And we respect <laughs> anonymity. We, we keep, we could keep secrets. That's it. If you want to whistleblow it, we're here, you know. You know, but ultimately, <laughs> or alternatively, if your company's having discussions about paying reparations and you're not sure what to suggest, like just reach out because clearly we we're, this is something we're passionate about yeah. and we've got ideas. 
but um we've come to the end of this let's talk about it so um thank you so much for listening and as we always say tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend how many times is it no it's free you overdid it you overdid it okay i'm not gonna do it again i'm just gonna get it right next time (laughs) and remember we can always keep the conversation going on social media please interact with us our handle is bwwpodcastuk on twitter and instagram feel free to at us use the hashtag bwwpodcast you can dm us as well or email us at blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com we're in the process of recording our third season so if you have any ideas or things that you think we can talk about or some feedback like please reach please reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you and um yeah i think that's it for me our website please check it out www.blackwomenworking.com sorry i always trip over that last week because i'm like black women working okay do you know what i mean but um, yeah our website is up and running all the links to these things you can find on our social media Mm -hmm. uh, as well and the links to where you can listen to us but in the regular spaces apple Podcasts, spotify soundclouds and all the various kind of android listening platforms as well Perfect, nice, nice, nice. Yes, we want justice. Yeah, we need it. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.